This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, we're holding here on page 8 in Bracious, and like, um, the, the, you know, it, it, in, in Bracious there's tremendous amount of uh, fundamental material, obviously, we're talking about Bracious, so everything would be very, very um, fundamental. And now we're dealing with the word bara. One of, one of the problems in general is we become used to certain terms and terminology, we take it for granted, and it might be right, but we don't know the source and we don't know who might argue and so on. And one of them is the word bara. We understand bria to mean creation ex nihilo, creation from nothing, and that's sort of the, the, it's axiomatic to us. But in Lashon code, first of all, not, not all of Yishayim say that. Everyone agrees, basically, that the world was created yesh ma'ayin. That's, that's not an issue. But what does the word bara connote? Since we don't have it in common use, um, a word like chalav, since people drink milk, we know exactly what milk is. But very few people create things. So we have a hard time defining what the word Bria means. And we showed them speak about the derivation of the word. First one's going to be in Avanesia. Bara. Rube mefarshim amru. Shabria lehotzi yeshma'ayin. That the word Bria means, as we understand, the creation yeshma'ayin. That's what most mefarshim. And so the Rambam. V'chein in Bria yivra Hashem. Sounds like that. He says, but that's not... Um, a, the way it's used exclusively. Vehine says, Taninim. Taninim were already, there was already the class of animals, and Taninim were coming out of the animals. Ushalos repasik echot, vayivrelekimesa adam, ubori choshech, shu hefechaar, shu yesh. And so we have here, first of all, Brias Adam, which it says, Akashbrochu took earth, and vayipapapov which sounds as if there's something there already. And then he says the word Bori Choshech. And we've seen different places that some Rishonim, the very famous Gra, that Choshech is also a Bria, but Pashab Shad is it's not. So he says like this, V'yesh diktuk hamila bara l'shnei taimim. There, the word bara is, has two possible meanings. He says, "Zeha um, echad, the one we just said now, meaning Yeshmain, Vasheni leibora itom lechem." It says he didn't eat with them. Vzeha sheni hei tachas aleph. It's a variation of of bara. Ki kemoyo lehavreis es David. Ki humi binyan hakoved hanoisav. So it's a um, it, it's a it's another binyan. Vim Hoya Baalev Hoyakmal Havriachem Umatsanu Ameabinian Hakoved Ubarosalacha. So he says, Veeneno Kimoy Borolachem Ish. So it's not from the word Brera, but Rak Ukumoy Ubora Oishen, which means to cut down to, 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 to um, so it means to chop, to cut, 
um, it's something, or, to, or, or no, better, better said, not to choose, but to specify would be the right word for it. In other words, it's not um, choosing people, but it means to designate to the exclusion of others. And therefore, it would mean, Bria would mean um, to cut out a certain, um, uh, a, um, a certain element of a world. Let's, let's explain it a little bit better. And his interpretation here actually it touches base with some of what the Mukobalim said. The, um, the word Bria Yeshma'ayin would mean that something came into being that wasn't. The very substance of something that didn't exist became. That's the conventional term Bria. There's a secondary understanding of it, and that means that a Kaddish Baruch Hu cut out a piece. Um, the word bra in Aramaic means outside. <coughs> and, and in this case, it means as follows. The world was, everything was, a Baruch Hu was everything. It, there wasn't anything that didn't exist, that came into existence. But rather, a Kaddish Baruch Hu um, set aside, a Kaddish Baruch Hu cut out um, a, 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 an element that became an entity unto itself. So a more true variation of Bria Sol, a more true expansion of Bria Sol is Akash Baruch Hu was everything and anything, and therefore there were, it was not possible that something existed that would perceive itself as being itself. Akash Baruch Hu set it aside in a world that has clearly defined lines and became an entity unto itself. That is the um, second definition of Bria, and it fits quite well with the way many of the Mukubalim projected and the Hasidic farm, they, they say, some songs say, we believe in a Bria of Ayin Miyesh, meaning that there's a world that seems to be devoid of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and that allows for us to, to be and to exist. That's real Bria. So, so that's seven Ezra with two explanations. The next one is going to be in a Barbanel, and like um, we always say, the uh, the Abarbanel is a um, <coughs> a compilation of Svarim, and he many many times compiles all the shitas of that were before him, and he asks questions on each one, and he and he answers. He's a very very um, he, he's um, a, your wife's on the phone. She was wondering if you could. No. Okay. And it's a very very. Um, uh, He's he, he, very thorough in it, and he goes through a lot of different yanim, and he's some, somebody that um, a lot of times he has his own points. So let's see his piece over here. He speaks also about the different concepts of Bria. He mentions the Rambam, who says, Yeshma'ayin, um, he says the the, the bria is a yeshma'ayin. He says, but on the other hand, he says, well, this person is trying to explain the Rambam that you explain yeshma'ayin 
anytime you, you make some yeshmayin, it must be called bria, but some brias are also yeshmiyesh. This takes care of it. Ever. There's a question that bria may be borrowed to be used for other things also. Ve'elahin divrei ruach. So he says, that's silly. Shemkein, he says, well, you're basically in a circle. You're telling me that the word Bria may mean Yeshma'ayin, but not that it has to mean Yeshma'ayin. Okay, so then if I learn Breshis Barlakim, Asayim Varetz means HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Bairish Shemayim Varetz, then what did I, you know, it means that it was Yeshma'ayin. I'm grammatically correct. So I don't have any proof in the Torah that it was Yeshma'ayin. Vehine Haradak, Limoshre Achadel, so it's Radak who also went along with that line. Kosa Bishosha Shebara Shem Shem Neufel and Yonim is Chalfen Ershitov. He says that the word Bara can be on both. Kunema and Sosa Shmaayin, Kubitra Lakim, Vyashani Allah Breyer of Abhira. It also means to choose. Kimoy Barosel Hosham. Vinyashlish Allah Kris of Ashkos also means to chop. Kimo Borosem Chavoisem. That's a Bosnian Cheskal we saw. So, so Radak says simply the word has different meanings and no, not connected to each other. So the word bara in Breshis means Yashma'ayin because it's being used in that meaning. So he says um, he doesn't think that that's right. Rather, he thinks that Bria um, is used in its primary meaning, and sometimes it's a borrowed word. Um, it, it's like, I, I, it, you know, sometimes I take a word, for instance, if I say it was an earth shattering uh, exclamation, I, I mean, I'm using the word earth shattering, which means literally to shatter the earth. I'm borrowing it for something else. They so said there's a primary meaning and a borrowed meaning. Sorry. Um, he says, mm-hmm. Yeah. And in other cases, it's used as a metaphor. So let's like, so I say somebody created a symphony. It means that, that it was such a chiddush that's like Eshmai, Avil. So, again, we're skipping a few lines there for Barbanel, but Kivanisharu ledas b'loshem b'riya k'venachasar yishayna im ne'mar l'avayis ha'mtsiyas ha'korechni b'dovach ha'heda l'amitsilis ha'shol n'mtsach ha'ayin. And it, 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 it says, um, we... We must uh, define it that way, that Bria is HaKadosh um, Baruch creating some new force or some new entity. I'm not sure what that is. So he says another knech, and this point is interesting in terms of, of its veracity. Ramban goes with this also, and it's something maybe when we'll see the Ramban, we'll try to explain why it's like that. They, and, and, and it's hinted at in Rashi. They say the following point. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu created um, very, uh, what's the right word for it? Vague matter. And we call that Koach Hiyuli. Meaning um, something that's unformed, undefined. Much as, um, let's say, the um, you might have a, a, a company that will, for instance, they make soups. So they first make like a standard soup, and then different runs, they mix in different, so here they put onions, here they put chicken, here they put this, that, but there's a certain base that's the same for all, a dough, and then they fill in whatever they want to fill it in with, and so on. That's the type of thing. A Kachbar created matter that was in a very, very um, unformed state, with the possibility of becoming many things, which, by the way, actually dovetails with the way science sees things, but um, <coughs> regardless, they cre- created in two say, stages. Now, the um, why do we need to explain that in Bracious? Maybe we'll see it around back when we talk about Kochi Yuli. But in terms of Mukubalim, do Mukubalim speak about it? They don't talk about the practicality of Bracious, but they see the entire world as coming in stages from totally unformed, amorphous matter with, um, all, with no properties, all properties, however you want to say it, and different stages. The reason for it, at least from the Kubalim's point of view, is it gives a certain structure that allows us to understand the Maise Hashem. It's just like if I see slices of something, in a different stages as it's being made, it gives me tremendous insight into the things themselves. So too, when I um, when I have different insights into when, when I see different phases of, of the bria, I can understand Dark Hashem, and that's so. So Mekubalim gave us terms bria and asiya and yetsira. In, 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 it's three cross sections of everything that exists, so that we can understand where different places happen with Sarakadish Baruch. How, how does this differentiate with what the Evan Ezra was saying with the Yesh Me'ish type of? Um... So Evan just says two sides of the coin that Akadish Baruch Hu took um, everything and then put a boundary and said, in a certain sense, he imposed nothing around it. I look at myself and I say. These are my karazim built, this is what exists. Nothing but this exists. So, so that bubble is, is what, what Ebenezer is talking about. Ramban, or, well, not only Ramban, but Ebenezer's bringing Rabbi Avram and Nasi is that it's, it's, it's as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu took a, a very, very amorphous party, began making figures out of it, then set those figures, painted them, uh, chiseled away, did what he needed to do, in other words, Bria is the stage one, and then stage... So the main point about the Bria is what comes out of it. What comes out of Bria is that there is something, but that thing can become anything afterwards. Um, if you want to take a phenomenal muscle for this, and again, I, I feel a lot of times science helps us understand things. Um, the, you know, If you take a look at a liver cell and a lung cell and a brain cell, they are very, very different. Um, unless a person has liver for his brain, the, the person's liver cell and brain cells are very, very different, different functions. 
and yet at a certain stage in his development they were the same cell. And that's why with the so-called stem cells, which can become any other cell. We, we come from one cell and it becomes different things. Um, another area, one of the big pushes for evolution is the fact that um, <clears throat> all living items are almost the same thing. Well, yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took a living cell and he made cockroaches and elephants and people out of it. And, and, and that's of the godless of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <coughs> um, so it says, So the, the first state which only produced potential material is called Bria. not from where it came. Zeo das anosir es valze. Umemenu hoitzi sheyia perish haposik bibreishis shebetchilas brias oilam barlekin shayas ores shenosan koichnius vefshoros lo oisim achimorim alim etachton shehimzi. So first he gave them potential. So the first thing I was was potential. Again, this is something which I think um, science has a, has a similar perspective, and, it, and we need to find how to the, understand the differences in timeline. But science also sees the world starting from a vague mass of a soup of material and slowly becoming the pieces that are now. They see it as a, an inherently natural process. We don't. And they, they see a timeline which we disagree with. Um, but the, say, the, the idea that things went is definitely in line with the way I say, the, the way many of us learn, and the Ramban included, it didn't start. And Rashi also, Rashi says in the second paragraph, Akash Baruch who created Everything was under the earth on the first day, waiting to pop up above the earth. But he says on close examination, if you take a look at the way he learns the word bara, he's not right. You find in the Psukim that Bria produces things that are um, final and in their best state. And that's why the word Bria, you know, the word Bria meaning healthy, um, what's the right word for it? Something that's solid and healthy is Bari, which which is a, a derivation of the word Bria. Like by the cows, the eglin is bari, umachole bria. So he says it's the other way around. When you say something is bari, you say it is 
it is as well-developed and as well-formed as can be. means he created it. Um, it, 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 it totally, in other words, it's Vayichulah Shavaretz. Now, I, I, I actually think that this Pasuk itself, it, it's used like that, and I think definitely Masha in the Pasuk, that it does, it does mean similar to Ramanasi. Ashabara Lekim Lasos means HaKadosh Baruch Hu created these things, Lasos, to do something with it. The word lasos in this context it means <coughs> like Rash says before on Bayas that it means to finalize the form of something. Like like um it's the word asi is used at Sipernayim to when a person manicures himself. Um, that's called lasis. Asiya is something which is the final version of it. And Bimela, the Pasik would read, Ashabarla Kim Lasis would mean Akadshbaruchu made the Bria with a Tachas Fasiya. This would this is sort of in a big picture, this is an exact description of Isadam. Because we ask ourselves, if Akadshbaruchu created everything perfect then we've got nothing to add. So when we shecht an animal or we or mafish chala, what are we adding? The bria is perfect. If a kadosh didn't create things perfect, then he's not a kadosh baruch Then he's not perfect. So how do we get out of that conundrum? You know, so we discussed it about mila and so on. And the answer is, a kadosh baruch created it perfect. The perfection it has is that we make the final product. If you buy a very, very, very expensive set of Lego, so you say to yourself, well, this is such an expensive set by such a prestigious company, it must be perfect as it is. So you open up the box, and just a lot of blocks there, nothing else. When, when I go ahead and I build from the Lego whatever thing I build, that was what the Lego set was there for. The person designed the set had in mind that I go and build with it. The same thing is true in Akadish Baruch Hu. Uh, Akadish Baruch Hu made a world, a Bria, Lasis, that we are the ones to make the final product out of. And that is the perfection of the world. The perfection of the world is that people take raw material and make something out of it. So th- that would be an understanding of that positive glasses. He asks Pshutai, it doesn't sound right. Says I feel that the word bara means that uh, I just want to add one of the reasons why there's so much discussion about it. The Rama Mornevuchim, and we'll get to that this soon also, the Rama Mornevuchim speaks about the belief of Olam Kadmon, if it's true, if, if it's compatible 
with Yiddish Kairanat. If a person believes, like Aristotle, that the world existed forever, is that something that's compatible with, with, with Torah or not? So, Lechura, the, the, Rambam, the Rambam strongly disagrees with it, but he says it's still possible to entertain that thought. It's still not, uh, it, it, you can still actually, um, it, it, you can still uh, believe it and still believe there's a Torah. I'm not sure how that is. What, maybe we'll get to that. We'll talk about it. But if the 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 the, the amuna, the the, the pashta amuna is that Akash created everything, and this is really the, the the junction at which if if you learn Brachis Bar means Yesh Ma'ayin, then there's no Olam Kadma. Everything came afterwards. And the Ram speaks about time, especially. If not, then we start running into some issues, because if the world is eternal, however you learn it, in these two pshatim, Akash Baruch certainly created something from nothing. That's both pshat, both of these pshatim that I'm talking about. The only thing is, did he um, create something fully formed, or did he create something that was waiting to be formed? Um, we, we, he, we saw before he says that the word bari, meaning uh, hale and healthy and fully formed, comes the word bria. Since the world is meant as a place that we would exercise our abilities to do things, then it probably is compatible with that meaning as well, I would suggest. That's the end of Barbanel. So we have here three pshatim, basically, in the Rishonim, what the word Bria means. One is Yeshmayin, that's the most common meaning. A second meaning is to designate, which means to cut out and to define, which is an almost opposite process. And then we have a third one, which is to make things that are yesh me'ayin, I'm sorry, to make things that are potential and not fully formed. So Bria is going on the end result much more than the, than the beginning, where you're coming from. Okay.